Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back. Episode five. Cinco. <laughs> I'm Rob Ayala. I'm Gadeen Phillip. Life of Dean. Oh, he's shouting out Instagrams and all yeah, that? Yeah, right. I want all right, okay. <laughs> all right, well, Rabbi underscore, underscore, while we at it. So anyway, today we have a very special guest. What? She's chilling. She has a very busy day, so she squeezed us in her um, oh, her sketch. Yeah, no, no, she has a very busy day. It's legit. Yeah. Everybody give it up and introduce for her first time on the show, Carlita Lopez. Hello, everyone. You might know her as many things. You might know her as Luz Carlita on IG. Carlita's way, but it's all the same thing. Welcome, how you doing today? I'm good, how are you? How are you, Kadeem? I'm tired. I'm yeah, I both look tired as shit. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention, we got Christy Ayala in the back, working. BX, BX. So yeah, we, we all live from the BX, like we always tell you. So if you hear random dogs barking, kids playing in the background, it's a beautiful thing, they're just living life. So you wanna support that, you know? So anyway, Carla. Let's talk about, <clears throat> for the people who don't know you, let's get a little, let's have a little intimate combo. Not too intimate, don't get too, don't get nervous. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's take, let's take it back, all the way back in the days when you were a little girl, all the way back in the days, like 2009. No, I know what it is. 2009, <laughs> damn. No, she's not, she's not that young. Damn. But anyway, let's go back. When the fir- when was the first time that you realized you had not even a photographer specifically or anything like that, but just that you felt like you were a creative person. Um, probably around like five, because I used to really like to do like arts and crafts. I used to do like liner, the liner string, like the yeah, craft, yeah, the yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to get that in camp. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I used to. Um, what was the, what was your best shit that you could make? What would they have? The cobra? The cobra? I could do the double cobra and the double box. I think I even had to do the Chinese staircase. That was that's the easiest the one. one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the easiest that's one. Fun. I that wasn't nice. I was trash. Okay. I was just trash. All right. <laughs> so that's where it, sparked, it kind of sparked your imagination? Yeah, I was also on the Girl Scouts um, for a few years. So we did a lot of arts and crafts through there. Okay. Um, I did ballet. Like, I was always in a very creative energy. Okay. So you dance too. I mean, we seen you. You know, we seen you dance at art parties and shit. But you actually could. Um, you actually did like chore- choreography, like that type of shit. Um, fun fact. This is actually. Uh oh. She didn't. <laughs> um, I was in the marching band in my junior high school. Oh, okay. What did you play? Um, I played the clarinet and the saxophone. Okay. And, and left triangle. And then I was like, Bing. Okay. <laughs> and um, I also did the baton. Okay. So I did a lot of choreography for that. All right, that's like okay. fun fact. <laughs> All right, so take let's take us to what we mo- we most know you for today is your photography. But so when did that start? When did you start getting into wanting to do photography and taking pictures? Um, it was about four years ago. I went to DR for my grandmother's 80th birthday. Okay. And I had a friend um lend me a camera, and he was like, you know, take this out here. I feel like you should use that. Okay. So, um, just being in DR, taking photos of things that I usually don't see. So it was like a lot of houses, old school houses. Um, just a lot of things that pertain to my culture, pictures of my family. Um, my mom like convinced me to start like really looking into it. And when I came back to New York, I just started walking around the city, just taking pictures like for fun. And then I started editing them, and then I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And then okay. I met Christy, 
and Christy put me on to Planets and Colors. So, so people who might not know, you have to, you don't just do straight up. Um, I want to say regular photography, but you do. You, after you take your pictures, you you um you do effects and you kind of give it like a psychedelic. Explain like that vibe as far as your style, as far as what you do to your photographs after you take the pictures, as far as your effects and what you're going for, as far as the you know illusion, because a lot of your work has like a trippy kind of aesthetic. Exactly, yeah. I would say. Um, yeah, like psychedelic. Like, like that's a the psychedelic word. vibe to it. Like a psychedelic. Is that what you were going for? Is that just what it? Um, I really love color. I really love bright color. Um, Andy Warhol is one of my biggest inspirations. I was going to ask you who's your favorite yeah. artist. Is that um, Andy Warhol is definitely one of my favorite artists. Okay. Is he the one? If you had to pick, I know it's hard. Him and Dali. Okay. I like Dali because um, his pieces made you think. Okay. Just a real element. Yeah. Exactly. And it made it, it kind of gave it the world of fantasy, but the realism of what the world could be. And um, for me, like going through like a lot of things of me growing up, I kind of felt like my photography was going to speak for me and what I wanted to put out there. Like, um, how can I say? Like expression, pretty yeah, much. Pretty that's much that's what we all, yeah. I think. Pretty much, that's what we do is express. Yeah. Even I think even when we don't um, even if we don't even you don't have to even know what you're trying to express. It, it just but it's still an expression or yeah, some shit. Mm -hmm. you know what trying mean? to get yeah. a thought, feeling, yeah. moment across. Yeah. So I couldn't have you on the show without bringing up because this is also a big part of your life. Anybody that follows, you can see this. But we do have a love for which we all have a love for. But you really have a love for. The artist, the artist we all love, named Prince, right? Yes. So tell us about that. When did you? And I, I'm, I'm sure you were into him before he passed. Yeah. But when do you? When do you? What's your earliest memory of Prince and like you know falling into loving his music and stuff? Um, when I was a kid, I wouldn't like watch like cartoons or like Nickelodeon or anything like that. Like I would watch um, a lot of VH1s. Okay. I watch a lot of music videos. Like I grew up watching like Hype Williams and those are like those David LaChapelle. Videos from the 90s. Yeah, videos. David LaChapelle. So give like, us a, just give us a, a vision. We're talking about you being a little kid in the mid, late 90s, what? Late 90s. Late 90s, you're yeah. like what? How old like are we talking? Eight, nine, okay. Around there. Um, so on VH1, they would I get... I graduated high school in the late 90s, but... Fun fact. Besides the point. God damn, bro. Fun fact, man. Besides the point. Um, elementary. Right? Like, <laughs> what was I in? I think I was like in... Yeah. Well, 9 11 happened when I was in... Sixth grade. I, have I was in orientation for one of my first oh jobs. My <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. 19 though. I was 19. Me. I was 19, yeah. But you were saying around the time. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, I used to watch Purple Rain a lot because they used to do Purple Rain all the time. Oh yeah, especially on VH1. Especially on yeah. VH1. To this day. Not I haven't seen it. Not since as much. Not as much, but, but I caught it. Like nah, we caught it. Time. But when I do catch it, it's on VH1. Yeah. Put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, watching Purple Rain, like, if you look at the video for When Doves Cry, for example, um, you can see a lot of the influence that I got from that video. Okay. Um, as to my... Like the my double mirror image, effect, yeah. Yeah, my mirror effect. Um, like, that, that movie for me was so, like, life-changing for yeah. me. Yeah. Because I, um, I see Prince 
He's wearing makeup. He's wearing heels. He's ass out. Everything. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he had the ass out. Yeah, exactly. he had his ass out. He did. No, he yes, he we, did. we can't lie about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His ass right out. The, pi- um, the pirate shirt, blouses and yeah. shit. Yep. All of that. So that was like the catalyst for your creativity. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, also the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks I've, I've heard in my life. Yeah. I'm, I think it's, it's. I mean, arguably, I think it's arguably his best work. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, arguably. Yeah, it's, I it's just consecutive songs. It's just like. Yeah, every song yeah. in that in that album is like. You could go, you could let it run. Yeah. And some of the other ones not so much down the line, but for me, it's, everybody has different mm-hmm. taste. Because some people do like, um, '90s Prince more. You know what I mean? But for me, I think Purple Rain definitely is. Um, yeah, yeah. Purple and um, yeah. and 1999. That's a good album. The one before. It. I actually, I actually like the Gold Experience. And which one was that? Like, that's I know when, I checked out by this when, time. I'm not gonna front. Yeah, there was just the gold yeah. experience. No, the gold experience. Because we're gonna keep it 100. <laughs> um, the gold experience was when he became the love symbol. When he changed his name from Prince to the love symbol, and that was his first album outside of Warner Brothers. So this is the this is oh. the this is 95. this is 95. Okay, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't rocking with Prince anymore. 95. I'm just keeping it 100. Yeah. No, so I missed that one. So I don't know. But it's a good it's a good album. It's I love Revolution album. Prince. That's my yes, favorite era. I love them too. Yeah, and then uh, you know what was recently on um, Showtime? What's the joint? Sign of the Times. Yeah. That tour was on is, is running, and that had a lot of dope shit too. Yeah. I like I like Sheila E. You know what would have been dope if Sheila E. was in, in, the, in the original Revolution. Oh yeah. I think that would have been yes. an old matchup. I mean, I mean, he always had good drummers. You know what I mean? He had yeah. Some dope ass drummers. Like always. he always had a good band. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I never heard of Prince having a bad band. Cause you know, cause you know what's up. What's your favorite Prince song? If you had to pick one, I know that's hard as shit. Oh, damn. But like, we like Jeez. to do that type of shit. On the fly. Mm. Um. It's so hard. <laughs> uh. I'll say... Think about it. Think about it. Well, I wanna, I wanna bring something up. Yeah. Go. Something I know is about <laughs> Prince, and tell me, tell me if you agree with this theory. Mm-hmm. We all love fucking Prince, mm-hmm. but, and not even, not even comparing like musically, but you ever notice like. If you ever compared, what was the difference between like impact reaction from a Prince or a Michael? I feel like I put them up in the same level, right? Yeah. But you know what I think it was? I think it's because I think Prince music was. This is what I think. Tell me what you guys mm-hmm. think. I think because it was so mature, especially yeah. his older shit. Yeah. It was so sexual yeah. that it couldn't really appeal to as many masses as Michael, as far as like mm-hmm. kids. It was more for adults. You really, exactly like, the <laughs> like Prince music. Like so, it really like the older you get, more you probably appreciate it. That, yeah. and that's and what happened like, to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so because of that, would you agree? Because like sometimes people state it's not even about who's better. That's taste. But mm-hmm. I meant, do you feel like, do you feel like Michael was the bigger impact as far as like globally, like? I feel like people being left pulled out in stretchers and shit. Yeah. I feel like the reason why that was is because you could feel it in real time, and then the, the, the impact was longer. So it was like Michael's music was made to last long, but the impact because it wasn't too sexual it could get played on radio immediately. It could get mm-hmm. put on video. But you yeah. think you think Michael's impact music is goes longer than Prince? You don't think they're both like longevity I feel like wise? The same. Okay, how about this? Because it's hard to think, but. You know, think about Beethoven and shit. Those was like 500 years ago. Yeah. 500 years ago, 500 years from now, Michael Jackson and Prince is definitely still being played. Oh, let's not have to go 500, 100. 100? There's certain songs I could still I feel like, think yeah. So. No, just in general. Are they still going to be like... Yeah, I still are see we gonna... songs like Rock What You Getting Played. Yeah. I still see Remember the Time Getting Played. Because yeah. these songs don't have like an age to them. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I'm just saying what what um and then another thing, another theory with Prince. He didn't he really wasn't big on people sampling and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That that where well, Michael Jackson kind of a lot that of people he lets him, yeah. it helps him stay relevant. relevant yeah. That's interesting. I just want to see like But you know with the whole estate thing, we'll see if that changes now. Prince's estate is really on top of everything. Like yeah. Keep you 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 in the loop with that. What's going I don't know anything about that. Like what's who's in charge of who he didn't have kids, right? No, he didn't have kids. Um Prince pullout game was nuts. <laughs> There's just no way. And now he's it. Like he did have a kid, but the kid passed away. Oh, that was with the, oh, the with girl Mike from the um. She was from the show. That she was the dancer with him. Was she? Did, was she in a reality show at some point? Yes. Down the line. Yes. Okay, I don't know you're talking about. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked with reality shows heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You watched Jersey Shore? Yeah, I fucked, of course I did. Yeah, cool. yeah. I watched the biggest show. I'm a pop culture um idiot savant, so I just absorb. Yeah. Oh shit! Even I shit that even TV shit that I shouldn't is fucked up. Yeah, no, me too. I can't do reality TV. No, no, you don't have patience. Like I, I've watched Love and Hip Hop. I sure. love Love and Hip Hop. I watched every episode of every season ever made. Guess who else <laughs> did right with me? I know. Me, I'm proud of it. <laughs> and you was watching it before me, right? Yep. I not like I brought that shit to her life. She was well, watching it before. Wow. So well. yeah, that I sit down. Wow. Relationship goals, y'all. Yeah. But we didn't, this is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a relationship podcast. No, I, but I'm just nah, saying. No. I'm just saying, like, that's cute. But yeah, the, that's cute. But listen, I want to know about, <laughs> tell us what's going on. You have a show coming up, right? Actually, when this airs, it will be the day of your show. Tell us about that. Um, and where? I have a show on Sunday. Um, it's going to be at the Point Campus for Arts and the Environment. Um, it's 1391 Lafayette Avenue. She made Hunt's point sound gooder than a motherfucker. Yep. Listen, <laughs> that, shit is dope. that shit is dope. Come through. It's not that shady anymore, guys. No, no, no. Bronx is the shit. Everybody knows no, the Bronx is the shit. The Bronx is the new shit. They used to be a strip club down the block, y'all. Yes. But and they used to, we used to come out on HBO. Remember when they, they used to come yeah. on? Oh, hooking on the point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. They're not hooking on the point anymore, y'all. So this is fucked up. We had to learn life that way. It is. Yeah. Cause I, I was, and I know y'all was young, cause I was young as fuck when that came out. I didn't even. know But that came on for decades. Yeah. That's like the taxi. I mean, the first time I ever shit. seen that was like the first time me and my mom got HBO. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and real, no. a real side note, because I even, we're going to get back to that, because y'all brought it up. Just as a guy, mm-hmm. just, you can still laugh. <laughs> but as a guy, because back in, didn't that turn you off from ever wanting to fuck with a prostitute? Yeah, like well, shit like that. Shows, like, yeah. But back in the day, just so you know, people in the 70s and 60s, yeah, they went to 40 Deuce and I got didn't even about. Knew what the, at that point, I didn't know what the hell a prostitute But that's what you did when you was like 14 back in the 60s. You go down to 40 Deuce and, and uh, so. if you was a virgin yeah. or something. Yeah. So niggas couldn't call you a virgin. Wow, But we the AIDS era. That shit scared the fuck yeah, out of us. Yeah, like, that was did you ever. They were wild. There was a documentary about. It was like a sex. This got dark. When we supposed to talk yeah. about show, we talk about AIDS. And I'm here like I'm no. sitting here with this bleak. We the AIDS era. <laughs> like, they were like wildin'. Cause she said Hunts Point, and I'm always thinking. Hunts Point made it go left. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Continue. Anyways, it's a the Bronx is rebuilding. Yes, yes. Please the support. Bronx is rebuilding, y'all. The Bronx is not burning anymore. I mean, I don't know. Oh, the point. Oh, but she said burning. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yo, she went from hooking on the point to selling art on the point. Let's get it. <laughs> selling that thing, thing to selling them paint on them pieces. Selling a piece to selling a piece. piece, That's it. (laughs) Home point does it. 
Anyways. Anybody that's listening to us geography wise, if you're not from New York, my bad. If you're not from New York, Hunts Point just a spot in the Bronx. Oh, you know, from Hooked in the Point, HBO Google it. That's why we're laughing. If you ain't never seen it, go like YouTube, go look it for Hunt. Go look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. How am I supposed to promote my, my shit? <laughs> come on. Come on down. Come on down to the point. Like, Bro, niggas is nasty out here. You crazy? They with it. They're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you should be selling your thighs. Now you're selling your pieces. That's <laughs> it. I mean. Remember the Spanish chick? The old, all right, all right, all right. Let's, get, let's get back to the old. Let's get back to the old. The old Spanish chick. Look at that. This shit just went super off. Um, like, all right. Go ahead. Um, so, yes. It's um, in collaboration with the Bronx Beer Hall and um, the Point CDC. Um, it's gonna be a really dope experience, guys. Like it's a shipping container gallery, so that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Yeah, and they might close the fucking door, lock us up, and take us fucking. I noticed like there's been as a, like in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, yeah. so it's like I noticed like in Brooklyn like there's like an art type of like boom and I noticed when it was the art boom and like you had the Bushwick Collective and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It seems like in the Bronx they're kind of like starting to like get on the more artistic side with things. Like what yeah. do you think about that? Um, I'm actually really glad that it's going on because I feel like there's so many creative people in the Bronx, yo. There's mad creative people like in all types of art forms. And um, I feel like a lot of us Bronx artists, we've gone down to Manhattan, to Brooklyn, da 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 And, you know, people are always like, oh, you live in the Bronx. Like, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. You know, like, yeah. I've been living here my whole life. I love being from the Bronx. I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest with you, because I wouldn't be the artist that I am today if it wasn't Definitely. for growing up here and seeing all the culture that I grew up around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Brooklyn is crazy, too. I was like, here Brooklyn, nigga. Here no, Brooklyn, he listen to me like, nigga. Oh, oh, we not going to go. like, shit, I don't want to be from the Bronx. Like, <laughs> listen, I lived in the Bronx for a year and I'll never do it again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch yourself. I lived on the Grand Concourse. Well, nigga, we ain't far from the Grand Concourse. I live on the Grand Concourse. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's different, though. That's a different type of thing. You see how everybody's I feel like every borough, no, yeah. But that was like three years ago. This was like 2015. It was a little crazy over there at that time. I mean, it's still kind of crazy, though. Exactly. But. I mean, there's a, there's good places and bad places anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like You don't want to go to Brownsville? That shit's like the purge. Exactly. Like, I went to Utica Avenue. I was scared. Depends on what part. Depends on what part you and but, and but like you said with Brooklyn. But Brooklyn, to be honest with you, that shit been... Like since it's the '90s big. of having but art shit. A, yeah, yeah. The this, this is new for the Bronx. It is new. For no, Bronx. yeah, definitely. New. I think for Brooklyn, the thing was there was a lot of stuff covering the art stuff. Yeah, it was just like all the extracurricular shit. Yeah. yeah. And now that it's kind of like they've kind of like whitewashed it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Not kind of. Yeah, okay, very yeah. much so. Now okay. it's like okay, the art. It was gentrification, yeah. 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 Bronx is just last on the list. It was, I mean, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Harlem before Brooklyn. I think it was Harlem. Yeah. Because well, I remember in, in the late 90s, we was already getting fucking Starbucks and, yeah. you know, yeah, Magic yeah. Johnson theaters and mm-hmm. type. I don't know if that counts as gentrification, Magic Johnson theaters, though. But Magic Johnson? That video used to be ratchet as fuck. Yeah, well, facts. Yeah, I don't know what that counts, bro. <laughs> See, I had a sign for that. I would only, I, I mostly go to the movies with my daughter back in the day when she was little, and I would always go to the movies like early. Cause nobody's in there. Right. Don't try yeah. to go to the Magic Johnson Theater. Fuck this. That's this is like a bad stereotype. But don't go to don't go to Magic Johnson Theater on a Friday night. No. No. Thinking you're gonna just no, enjoy no. your flick. 
but that's like, but that's like the one in one six one that they got. What was it, six dollar Tuesday? Oh wait, the one six one by the courthouse? Yeah. No, no, that's oh, way worse yeah. than the Magic no, Johnson Theater. You could smoke in there. Yeah, that's worse. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could get shot in there too. Yeah. yeah, yeah I would yeah, have yeah. to come strapped up to watch goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to the movie. Me? I, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to go to the movies like, right down from the courthouse. I got to come strapped. I got to come strapped. I don't want to hear it. It's so fucking. Yeah. So fucking, you're going to die. Exactly. I got to come strapped for the incredible. That's right. I watched Twilight in there. People were smoking during Twilight. Yeah, no, that's not what's up. Niggas is high watching werewolves and vampires. So, what type of direction are we to expect for this show? I mean, is it a surprise or can you kind of give us an idea with you? Well, was there a theme or was it, um, because the title of the show is? The artist formerly known as Carla. Did you also see um, her, her, her inspiration from her, her one of her idols, right? You would call him Idol? Or was that no. a little, that's on the stream? What do you call him? That's a I mean, My idol, you look up to him. I, I don't think there's a problem with the word. Ruben Stutter's a fucking idol, American Idol. <laughs> Chris can't be an idol. <laughs> fuck. And so it's Fantasia Barino. Exactly, it could be <laughs> idols. That's shit. But anyway, um, yeah, okay, so what? So, right, so give us why, why that name? Um, because if most of y'all don't know, my real name is Carla. A lot of people know me as Carlita. I got used to it, so that's just what it is. Um, I wanted to name it that because I didn't want to limit myself in this show because most of my shows have had themes. Or yeah. I, so I kind of wanted to be open to put the show together where it was a lot of different facets about what makes me like Carla. Okay. You know, so yeah. All right. So like give them before you love because I don't you have to go actually set up today. So before you leave just give us your Instagrams and one more time just let them know the address. We're not gonna laugh this time address <laughs> times and all that so they can check yeah, it out. Um, okay, so it's at 1391 Lafayette Avenue in the Bronx. I don't know what is the code, but 31. That's fine. That's 31. Fine. What the fuck is this? Um, 1391 Lafayette Avenue. Stop begging the table. My bad. <laughs> um, Time. The time is from 5 to 8. It's this Sunday. Okay. Um, I will also be on display for a month, so if you can't make it, just hit me up. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming. It wasn't that bad, right? It was cool. I mean, you good? You got through it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I know you're ready to get into this little Wayne album, Carter yeah, Five. Definitely, let's get into it. So, what'd you think? I'll let you start. Well, first, let me preface this by saying this is like first day reaction to exactly. listening to the album because I started hearing it about, I'm gonna say, twelve thirty at night yeah, when I was here. at work, and I was working until like three. I didn't go to bed till six, so I probably played it like four times. Okay. Uh, now, my expectation, my only expectation from it was I wanted it to be better than Carter 4 because I didn't like Carter 4. I, I barely even remember Carter 4, but all right. I, I remember Carter 4 because I was listening to it once I heard about the drop, and so I like listened back to it, and I just, it never really was a good album to me. Okay. Like, I'm mind you, I'm not a crazy Wayne fan. Gotcha. Like, I like mixtape Wayne. I like some of the songs, I, but to me, he was never someone that's like, when they when you say best rapper alive, I never really nah. believed it. Okay. Like me either. Was he one of the hottest at, at one point? He was definitely yeah, the hottest. It's no question. Definitely. But 
when it comes down to it, like I was never crazy on the Lil Wayne train. I will say, this is to me better than Carter Four. Okay. And I would say, for me, my favorite Carter is Carter Two. That's like hustle music, money on my quick, mind. Quick, quick to refresh oh. my memory. What um, what were some of the singles on Carter Four? That's like six foot, seven foot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. like they had um, some couple of. They had a couple joints, but it was too long. The interludes when you had like Shine and all yeah. that. it was just too much. <clears throat> this it. one I felt was, it was better. It was more flushed out. It felt like I got like out of like the twenty three tracks. Mind you, I don't even like long albums like that. But out of twenty three tracks, I'm saying like you said your favorite Carter is two. Carter two. Carter two. That's like hustler music, okay. money on my mind. Then what's next? Best rapper a lot. It would be Carter 2, Carter 3, and then I'd have this as number 3. Even before Carter 1? Yeah, I, Carter 1 was cool, but it was just like, I always thought Carter 2 was way better. Okay. Like, Carter 1 was cool, but it was never somewhere I was just like, I'm playing it crazy. But it was just good. It was a good album. This is a good, solid album. All right, before you get into your tracks, because mm-hmm. um, I know we wrote down our favorites. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, you know it's hard when you... Because, wait, we were waiting for, what, like, four years? Four years, at least. Three, four years. Three, four years? Yeah. So, it's hard when expectations are so high. Because mm-hmm. sometimes things don't live up to expectations. But, I think nothing on it is trash. It's right. Not, it's not whack. Yeah. Um, and there's songs I really like. Uh, some more than others. I wrote, it, I wrote them down. We'll mm-hmm. get into that. But I would say, overall, overall, musically, I think it's a solid project. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's, it's not blow you away. I will say, not to cut you off. I will say, of the last few projects we've heard from Wayne, yeah, this is some of his better rapping. And, on this and but but there might be a reason why. Did some of it sound dated to you? Because to me, yeah. It did. And, then, and he when he said that yeah. this is a collection of music. If you if you looked at yeah. the um the. Announcement. Did you mm-hmm. check the announcement? I checked the announcement out. Yeah, so he, he said that this was a collection of stuff over time. Yeah, there's certain songs, like when I listened to the song like Problems that had like the Zaytoven beat on it, yeah. that sounded more recent. Not even that. How about the, how about the, um, the, uh, what's the, right. the mustard joint? That's hella dated. Definitely. That but, sound like when mustard was that, like mustard. And I liked it, but it just, you could knew it was, you knew it was dated. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could tell that was dated. That was definitely when mustard was like mustard. Like, but I think it's a, I think it's a solid album. Like I said, it's it's first. It's not even twenty four hours since it dropped. Yeah. So it's a first reaction. I think it's solid. I think some mm-hmm. of the production is good. I think. Um, I mean, most of it is good. It's yeah. Not, it's not whack. It's just I kind of. So this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get my list out. You could get yours. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I wanted to just be realistic. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it about one and a half times, maybe maybe twice. I I'm like just finished my fifth listen. Fifth time, okay. So you got to and even and even still that means That's nothing still because not, yeah, you got like shit, watch grow, the shit grows on you. You got to wash your palate off with the airs and listen to something else, then come back and see how you feel sometimes. But I wanted to kind of pick what I felt I would go back to, what or what what caught me that I liked. So honestly, to be realistic, I guess I do like it because I have 15 songs here, and I think it was 23 songs 23, on the album. Yeah. So I have 15 songs That's like written majority. now. That's the so majority. So I guess I do like it. Yeah. But I just don't know. We're such an. I think I feel like I'm victimized to the microwave era, because I don't. Mm. I just don't feel like I go. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it. It's like I might. So we'll see. I just don't know. Um, I always so, give. I always give projects like a 
three week cycle where it's like I'll listen to it, I'll listen to it again in a week, and then I'll probably give like two to three weeks in between, and then I'll come back to it. Like I make a point to come back to it. All right, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna quickly say the, the names, but I'm gonna actually just get into the top three that I like. Okay. So quickly, I like Uproar. I like Mona Lisa right. featuring Kendrick. Yeah. I like What About Me. I like Famous. I like Problems. I like Dope Niggas featuring Snoop. Mm-hmm. I like Hitters. I like Took His Time. I like open safe. I like okay. start this shit off right. Um, that's with Ashanti and yeah. um, Manny Fresh in the beat. I don't All think right. you like that one. Um, we'll, we'll get into mine in a second. Demons, one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, that was fire. I love the way you said it. And that. Mess, one of my favorite tracks. Right, I like Mess. Um, used to, let it all work out, let it fly. I would say my top three favorite tracks, if I have to pick, would be Demons, right. Mess, Mm-hmm. Maybe I maybe I'll go Mona Lisa. Right. And then I'm sorry to say it. I do I do not sorry to say it, but I know you don't like it. I like the I like the drink with Ashanti and, and Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. I think it's gonna grow on you. I think it has a vibe. When I first heard it, I didn't love it. The second time, it reminds. You know what? It's not that I hate. It's just like it's just something. It just reminds me of early 2000s. And it's just like it, that sounded the most dated. But maybe it did. It did. It did. But I maybe that's why I liked it for that one. I think maybe because yeah. I maybe. It had maybe to be kind of on purpose, as time right? Goes by, but it's like right now, it just sound like out of all the songs, that sounds the most dated. dated. But it didn't I think it would have to be on purpose, though, right? Possibly. I don't, I don't think they did it in two thousand and two. No, but it just it, obviously, you know, because I remember when the first issue with the Carter was the fact that he did have Manny Fresh, Fresh on it when the first was yeah, like yeah. putting it together, like he had Manny Fresh tracks. On Go it. DJ and yeah, but I mean, no, Fireman. even when he first did Carter Five, like three years ago. Oh, oh, that, that he was, was gonna, one of the oh, exactly. was that he did have Manny Fresh, you know, okay. Manny Fresh and Birdman. Yeah, 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 so. I can understand he. I I think that's respectable that he. I think he did about two tracks on his album. Yeah, he did like two. Yeah, I think like two. Um, you know what I will say that I really love about this album? It closed out really good, with Mess used to. It did close out very well. uh, Let it work out. No, it even started with Demons. Yeah, yeah, it started with Demons. Demons, Mess used to, and it just it was just strong. It was good song after good song after good song. So, I love the way it ended because I like I think albums should end strong. Um, I got mine separated by like four categories. Oh my god! But I'm just gonna stick with this motherfucker. Song, yeah, diagram. There's songs I like and there's songs like I love. Like right. songs. I'm like, gonna hit the ones you love. All right, Fuck so the, the ones, ones I like. love, I love the Don't Cry record. All right, I don't have that on my um, list. The reason why I love that it, that sounds like some shit you would like. It's not just that. I felt like it went good with the intro. Like I felt like it was a good follow up to the intro. Like it just made it seem cohesive. I love Let It Fly with him and Travis, Travis Scott. Yeah, I, put, I, I didn't have that on my list. Then I felt guilty. I felt like I had to put it on my list. I just love the line, my goons are the gooniest, run up in your crib, kill you and who you're rooming with. I love I love those punchlines. Mona Lisa, fire. It is fire. He, he, Wayne rapped his ass No, he off. did. He killed and it. And then Kendrick Lamar, that skit has to be some of the funniest shit yeah. I've ever heard. Like, I love that. Um, surprisingly... Cause I'm not a fan of this person. Dark Side of the Moon. I actually really love that what, song. Nikki? Yeah. And you know, I'm so fucked up. I might like that eventually, but I don't think I let myself like. It you know why I love it? I because at first I didn't have the track list in front of me, so I didn't know. So you who just got to appreciate it without being right. judgmental. So I just heard the singing. I'm like, damn, whoever's singing this is good. I went to my phone. You're I'm like, like, fuck, it was Nicki Minaj. I was like Nicki. <laughs> I was like, where was this on your album? Yeah. All over it. Uh, she was yeah. singing all over that shit yeah. too. I would. Um, you wouldn't I, know? You didn't hear it? I didn't. What? Oh, you heard Nicki's album? Yeah, I heard okay. Nicki's album. It, it wasn't that great. 
That's why I was just like, she tried to sing on that, but she wasn't singing like this. Um, problems. I love problems. Yeah, I got that. Dope niggas. I got that. I like Dope. that beat switch. Yeah. Um, demons. And <clears throat> Definitely. Demons is one of my favorites. Perfect Strangers. Uh, that's another song that he ended out with. I think. Perfect I don't have Strangers. that one on there. I, I love Perfect Strangers. I just like the, I just like the storytelling in it. So, mm -hmm. is Wayne back? Or is that a little too extreme? I mean... You could say that, like, like let's be honest. You know, these long albums are great for streaming. Yeah. They're great for streaming. But he's still also just... And he's also he, a popular artist. And I think he has a long album because he's still in that zone for making long right. albums. I don't think he's... So, so it's like, this is, going, this is going to do numbers. This is this album is going to do numbers, regardless. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's anticipated. It's anticipated. It's, no one, it's like detox. No one thought it was going to come. And this one actually came. Yeah. So, Wayne is going to be back. But not too late? Was it still? No, I don't think it's too late. I think also is the fact that it was short notice. It wasn't like it dragged on for two months that you had to wait extra. It was like, oh no, he got the he got the rights now to Young Money. The next month he released the album, so it was just like, you know, everything maybe we should there. create a system for the podcast for albums. Like, what do you want to do? One to five. One to five. I would like one to five. Even if we're gonna break down. Maybe we'll do. Years. You know, what? this is since we like an art geared podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's still, you know, yeah, music is still how about we'll do paintbrushes? Okay. We'll give how many? Five paintbrushes. I, I, I like that, like five, five mics. Being, yeah, like five, five mics. Out of the five paintbrushes. Um, what do you give the album? And and I give you room to readjust it down the line. Because this is a first I'm assessment. Gonna it, I'm going to give it the room. I'm going to give it like a four. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and give it a nice... I'm going to give it. That probably is very annoying on the mic. Apologize. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give that a, a three mm -hmm. and a three. Yeah. Just a three? Hmm. I was leaning between. I'll four give him three and, and a half. I was leaning between three, a four, and three point seven five. I was leaning. Now you know what? I'll give it a three. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Because I'm still being good. real. I'm being real. At the end of the day, it doesn't. It doesn't scream that it has too much comeback. Go back to it. Value. These certain songs, I know I'm coming back to. That's why I got it. Like what? Four. I know I'm coming back to Let It Fly. I know I'm coming Mona back. Lisa. I'm definitely coming back to Mona Lisa. Dope niggas and demons is getting played. Demons is definitely getting played. I'm definitely playing demons. Demons is dope. You didn't like mess? You like mess? I love mess, yeah. actually. I really like I, I like it, but it wasn't like something that took me. But you I know like, what other song I liked? Uh, it's on my list. It was famous on your list? I have it like in the middle. Like I like it. I could like it, but it's like I could see why I like it. But it's like not it. on your main list. No, it's not okay. crazy. Like I get His daughter point. was on the hook. She actually sounds good. That was his daughter. Yeah, Ray I Janae. didn't even realize. Again, I didn't read. The, what is it, Ray Janae? Ray Janae Carter. Yeah. Okay, I liked the song though. Like I didn't hate it, but it was a song where it's like, okay, this is cool. Like it's playing. I'm not gonna be like turn this shit off. All right, we'll, we'll we'll revisit it at some. The point. only song I'm not the one song next to the Manny Fresh joint. I don't like Open Safe. The Mustard Be joint. Oh. I think, uh, I think, I, you know, I like Wayne on it. I like Wayne on it. You know it, what it is? Like I think, I, I think I took it as a dated project, and I felt mm -hmm. like I think I made myself feel like if this would have came out a few years ago when mm -hmm. that was popping, this would have been dope. Yeah, that song would have been dope. But for yeah. now, it's on there. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I, I really like it. Um, so your top three is my top three is Mona Lisa. I'm gonna say Demons, and I'm gonna say. Damn, this last one is hard. I'm gonna say dope niggas. I love that ex uh, the explosive sample on fucking dope niggas with him and Snoop. All right. So I'm gonna put those three. Well, we're gonna um, 
We're gonna definitely, I say we should revisit. How about you wanna not the next one? I feel like in about two more podcasts. Yeah, we could retouch it. Let's revisit up. and see what we feel about it. The one after thing we live with it. I was gonna say that I found very interesting about it. Like looking at some of the features. I wasn't I wasn't expecting the Kendrick feature. Like that's that wasn't that much of a shock. It wasn't a, that much of a shock. The XX Tentacion one was a little bit more of a shock. I wouldn't Oh yeah, that. only because only because I just didn't think Wayne um I didn't really think Wayne uh associated or with itself with someone mm-hmm. like the newer X. But the one thing I find interesting about it is like I don't know if you've ever really listened to X X Tentacion when he was alive, but he like after hearing this project, like a lot of the stuff I heard Wayne, like the voices and the stuff and the way he would project, I was like, oh wow, X was really influenced by him. I never really paid. Well, it's funny. It's funny you said that because I honestly listened to this album made me feel like how much all of that gener- that it whole is generation is influenced by. Dedicate is basically him saying like, by Wayne. you all are all the Lils, all the most of the Lils, all these that little, alone even having yeah. that name, like the face tattoo, the face the tattoo, the dreads. You know what this made me think like. In a funny way, I thought that like when I heard "Dedicate," I was like, "Damn!" It's almost like I think of like Six Nine as like the troll version of Wayne, like of all the stuff Wayne used to do. <laughs> Six Nine, the tro- well, yeah, he he, he is like he's the a troll version. version. The face tattoo, the yelling, get blood, whoop, all that. Like as that was in the chorus, I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's definitely all on that same family yeah. tree." Like Wayne, Wayne's at the top of that family tree mm-hmm. of the. The Lils and the and just the, I mean it's fu- it's fucked up back to like kind of last week, but almost like isn't he the kind of, is he the king of mumble rap? Yeah, because remember I, Wayne, people were saying they didn't know everything he was saying too. There were some times where you just hit. Oh yeah, he was like, literally. That mumble is rap. always that's always been Wayne, and I feel like people worked on that. I feel like the first real branch off of that from him was someone like a thug. Like when Young Thug came out, we didn't know what the fuck Young Thug was saying. No. He sounded like Wayne. He it was just like almost like he was in that family tree. And then a lot of these other people started to come from that. Not to get off topic, but I actually mm-hmm. um I didn't hear the whole thing, but I, I kinda fuck with Young Thug's new project too. Have you heard it? On the run, yeah. I'm a Thug fan. I love Thug's music. He has a very eccentric way of doing his shit. But I've heard on the run. Um, right now, Climax is like one of my favorite tracks with him and. I mean, we'll, we won't get. I haven't heard it, so I'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll. We'll discuss that. I'll later. get a. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if even, I don't know if even the masses care that much about a, a Young Thug review. So I don't know. You think I'll? We'll find out. You think I, I think I'll. If people interested in hearing about it, they'll let us know. But, nah, Wayne's album, I definitely would give it like. I'm between seven. Th- I'm going to go between three point seven five and four right now. All right. Like it's really strong, really good project. It does have its sounds of being dated. Um, I just it does it just doesn't I don't it doesn't have the hook factor to me. So like I said, we'll see. It's still early, but we'll 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 marinate and we'll come back on that. Um, we'll come back on that assessment on the album. I will say one thing though, and I do expect this: watch somebody do an uproar challenge, and they start doing that Harlem shit. Everybody gonna be Harlem shaking, jumping out of their car, Harlem shaking. You should start it. I ain't I ain't got the coordination for that. (laughs) The coordination. Also, but, do you think how old do you think that song was? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like from the time when he did. Remember, he did the dedication um, mixtape, and he had Green Ranger with him and J Cole, and they was on the special delivery beat. I wouldn't be surprised if that was like three, two, three years old. It sounds recent, but, but I mean, because 
You know what it reminded me of? Didn't give you the feel of um, what was the remix that Swiss had when, uh, that Wayne was on? Um, that he bodied. Oh, it's me, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, it, it had me that gave, feel like that. It kind of gave me that vibe. <laughs> that was definitely a vibe like that. That's definitely what I got from that feeling. I love that. So I actually like start. I didn't like it at first, but then the more I listened to it, it grew on me, and I was like, yeah, I like this shit. But uproar is definitely going to be something that I could see people doing, like, uproar challenge and shit like that. I see it happening. The uproar challenge? Yeah. So, I remember you, when we first spoke about it, you told me you didn't really like that song, but... It... I didn't because I was just like, ah, I'm like, it's too close to special delivery. And I was like, I don't know if that's just me being a New Yorker. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me being a kid that's, like, was around there in special delivery and shit like that, where I'm just like, don't touch that. Christy was good. Hi. We got Chris Ayala chiming in with us for a minute. Hey, guys. I wanted to um, talk about a topic that um, has come up before in past conversations with different artists. But the word fine art and a fine artist, what does that mean to be a fine artist? Or when certain <clears throat> certain artists is, is considered fine art, what does that actual mean? Mm. So, like we say, we, we never proved to be fucking write about things we're just talking about our opinions yeah. but just to have some facts I'm gonna um, give the definition for it so right. we google fine art <clears throat> and I fell on the spot like you know when you had to read in class yeah for real like, when the teacher says like read page five <clears throat> speak right. loud we, we be impressive so the whole class can hear you alright so fine art <laughs> creative art especially visual art whose products are to be appreciated primarily or solely for their imaginative Aesthetic or intellectual content. That's one. Two, an activity requiring great skill or accomplishment. And there's a, there's a an example. He'll have to learn the fine art of persuasion. You know, just using the sentence. So, um, so does that did that make any did that clear up what fine art it is to you, or are you still confused about what it is, or what do you feel? So here's so okay. This is where I'll set it up. I feel like fine art has a, a vibe to it. Right. Or um, like it's higher, better than, yeah. and I, I kind of think I, I see it used with education. More right. people who went to, to school, school for art, you know, yeah, maybe they have a degree on fine art, a degree right. of fine arts, or a master's on whatever. Yeah. So, I. What does that mean? <laughs> does that mean? You get what I'm saying? Like, does yeah. that mean? It's, it's better because it, uh, it's just a piece of paper makes it fine art. No, I feel like. Especially from the, the perspective of a self-taught artist, it's more of like when you really get to mastering of your trade. And it does say that it's in the in the second yeah. definition. It says uh, requiring great skill or accomplishment. Right. So but yeah. I don't think education has anything to do with skill. Or accomplishment. Or accomplishment. Yeah. Just that's what people think, though. Yeah. yeah. They make it that way. Just because you have a degree in a fine arts don't make you a fine artist if you don't actually work at it and you don't actually consistently... Mm-hmm practice and hone your craft what do you guys think like as far as um not saying names but like mm-hmm. we all know a lot of artists do you feel like people that you know that might have went to school for art as opposed to others that didn't do you feel like do you see a difference like do they does, yeah do they see so much better or does it really have nothing to do with that i feel all? like they try to separate themselves from from everybody else like like they're but better. do you actually even see a different skill wise or does that mean uh, no how about I you feel- <laughs> With a fine artist, some I feel like there's certain ones who buy too much into their schooling, and mm-hmm. they feel restricted into what they've learned. Yeah, 
but I also feel within the self-taught artist, it's like the world, they're like open to the world, they're open to everything. Because they haven't really been taught any, you know, certain like framing of this is that, this is that. It's more of just like, well, if I put this together, what can I create? It's this, more this gets touchy. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna tell y'all, <clears throat> a lot of artists that get mad about this, especially the ones that, and let's just keep it real, a lot of artists that have went to school for the shit, I've just seen them like, just from just social media and shit, I've just seen them comment on shit. They do get mad when you say that, but I think it, I think when you say like you don't need school, I think they feel like it takes away something that they did, like a step that they did. And, well, but you don't. Let's be not honest. Not to be a great artist. To be a millionaire, to be on your own business, you don't need to go to college. No. You know, does that take away from a CEO? No. no. It still makes them a CEO. You're still a businessman. You're still rich. You're still profitable. I'm an artist that didn't need to go to school for art. I ended up teaching myself, picking the things I wanted to learn. I wasn't taught a curriculum. <laughs> that makes me less of an artist. Mm -hmm. No. You no. going to school don't make you better of an artist. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I feel like that's kind of like, I feel like with education and going to college, people get an instant pompous type of attitude. Yeah. And it's not always warranted. I know a couple of fine artists that I've known for a few years where it's like, they're like, I can't create the way you create. But wait, why are you calling them fine artists? Well, they'll call themselves fine artists. They'll say like, I went to school for fine arts. They call themselves a fine artist. Not that I'm calling them a fine artist. That's what they'll classify themselves as. Okay. But they'll tell me my, my, my way of creating is very much more just open to the world. Like I just take whatever I feel. So to them, you're not a fine artist because you didn't go to school? Yeah. But what, okay, so when you go to school for fine art, mm -hmm. are they teaching you, like, how to use certain paints, how to use certain, yeah. is it different, they learn everything? They, they learn, like, like the history, oil. they learn the history of yeah. it, they learn the different techniques, they learn the different types of proper etiquettes when doing stuff, but at the same point, I don't feel like that does anything different. But you can learn the history on YouTube, yeah. let's be real. On any artist in the world. I went to a business, I was in school for business and I had to take art history. Like anybody could take art history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I learned, like, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a paint. I'm an artist. I fell asleep through my art history class. I was just like, I would sleep <laughs> and I got an A. Yeah. Cause I was just like, I can just look this shit up. Exactly. <laughs> but my thing is, it depends what they're teaching you. Because if you're learning the history, which, okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. Then you get to know and you learn about Picasso and all that. Yeah. And that's fine. But you're not, they're not really sitting there teaching you how to paint. Yeah, create. how to create. No, no to well, paint, be, not to be not, creative. Yeah, though. exactly. But you can't teach, I don't think. Yeah, cre creativity is not something you can teach. No. You yeah, can never teach somebody how to turn something that you vision in your head and put it onto a canvas. You can probably teach, I think if you're a really good teacher, you can probably teach enough, you can teach how to inspire people to mm -hmm. go create shit. You, you can you, teach, I think you could teach somebody techniques. I think you could teach yeah. somebody mm -hmm. how to inspire. So let's go, wait, stop there with techniques. So okay. let's give them that. That also, if you go to school for it, mm -hmm. yeah, you do learn technique where maybe if you taught yourself, it might take you longer to catch on those techniques because they That's are true. getting shortcuts. They are getting taught. Even simplest thing is how to hold a brush. Who knows if you... If you hold the brush, quote unquote, right or wrong, I know, as far as what they say, I know. to hit certain angles or to do certain shit. But well, that's true. Who, but, but who's to say right or wrong? But I meant, they, I, I don't take away they, their skill, yeah. but they can't take away that somebody could have developed that same skill mm -hmm. on their own. It's like this. I always look at it like this, and I use different analogies for things like this, right? This is like the kid that plays fundamental basketball, 
and a kid that just really learns like they really Street excel ball. at what they do. Okay. Like I know how to get to that rim and I can slam dunk and yeah. no one's gonna stop me. Except for the guy who learns the angles and everything of taking the shot. Mm-hmm. Now, let's be real, Tim Duncan was never somebody I'm gonna stop to pay money for because no. he felt boring. I'm probably gonna pay to see Kobe. Nope. But at the same point, when you look at it, who was more effective in their career? Yeah. You couldn't really stop the person well, that uh, did the fundamentals to a point, but at the same point, it's like it didn't feel creative, it didn't feel free, it didn't feel his felt his play always felt restricted. Yeah. Well it was it might or more boring. It felt more boring. So the thing about art is though, you have to within that creativity, you have to also free yourself. And I feel like within the school structure, you can't really be as free in that learning structure as you would be as an artist just coming it can it can yourself. be limiting i guess i mean i mean I feel like it you is. know what's probably unfair too we should at some point have somebody who um has went to school for it to mm-hmm. at least you know have their back for their mm-hmm. argument because we're just assuming but yeah, because, this is just my opinion because maybe you could go to school and and not keep that and not lose your own creativity but yeah. But just more, more or less, we do see people kind of have, like you said, a kind of an arrogance mm-hmm. or looking down on other people. But here's the other thing, so we keep it 100% real. Mm-hmm. Just because you can be a fine artist without going to school doesn't mean everybody is. So yeah. everybody that's just posting shit on Instagram, I mean, not to not to discourage anybody, but it doesn't mean you're a fine artist. You still got to put that work in. Like, there's a lot of people that just want to, um, you know, I think, think they've been doing it for a little while that they're all, all of a sudden they're... They're at the top, or they have fine artists. No, that's still a. It still takes a lot of work to even give yourself that title, whether you went to school or not. But with what you said, it shouldn't even be taken offensive. If you're taking it offensive, then I don't know what to tell you. I think you need to get out your feelings. Because yeah, exactly. at the same point, everybody gotta admit that we're all. Well, you should always be working to get better at what you do. Of course, we you should never should just look better. at yourself as I am perfect at where I'm at. Because then, guess what? You hit your ceiling. You're you're done. Mm-hmm. Then quit. If you feel like you're great at where you're at, quit. What are you still painting for? Because we're always mm-hmm. trying to get better. At the same point, you got to be honest with yourself. Sometimes people feel like just because I did this painting in a few hours, then that means, oh, it was great. No, did, do you not see I can still see the white spaces in the canvas yeah. behind it? Do you not see that? It don't matter. Take your time. Like, really create the best product. You should go in. I always go into every painting. And this doesn't apply to everybody, but this is just me. I'm trying to top the last great painting I did. If you're not trying to do that and develop a better technique and develop better features, I feel like you're just going to keep repeating the same cycle in the hamster wheel. I think what it is, too, is just that it's about... So everybody has their own style with what they do. So for what you do, whatever it is, whether it's photography, whether it's fucking sculptures, painting, whether it's pop art, whether it's abstract, whether it's realistic have you mastered what you do how do you in your category of art right we all do a whether we kind whether we have named it or not we all do a certain form of art you can yeah. categorize art have you mastered that if you have then you can kind of call yourself a fine artist i feel like if because there are people have there are people who do what they do we can name names on this there's yeah. a, a people like a Juan rodriguez for yeah. what he does right. Politically based, mm-hmm. um, it kind of has a pop art feel to his mm-hmm. shit too. For what he does, I feel like artists like him, he has mastered what he does. Yeah. Yes, he can get better, but he doesn't really need to get better. He does. He's it's already as yeah. great as it's, it's already great. It's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but that doesn't mean every single person. So, like we're saying, just like we're saying, don't don't be so full of yourself because you have a degree and you think you're 
you're, you're above artists who don't. Yeah. But also, artists who don't have degrees don't think you could just go around calling yourself that too. Yeah. Without putting the work. It, it also, it's like, if you're an artist who never went to school, one thing I've always preferenced was I had people outside of art that helped me. Yeah. Like people who weren't artists and they always like would bring me books to learn stuff about shading and lighting. Keep you got to keep it to like get better at your craft. Make sure you're reading up. Like go to these places like the Strand down there in New York on 14th Street. Go to places like Barnes and Nobles. Get the technique books. Look at them. It's one. It's like you're getting a textbook that a kid probably get in an art class, but you're teaching yourself on what you're learning. So it's like if you're not practicing, you're not trying to get better. How can you ever call yourself a master? Yeah. You should always try to keep practicing and keep getting better. Crispy, who's your favorite artist in the world? Besides me. Rabbi Yala. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say with typical Latina. I am that. I love Frida. Frida has been my favorite artist, and not because I'm Latina. Uh, you know, I hate there that. <laughs> I'm like, can everybody? That's day one. That's day one. No, like but Rocky I do. Masiano. But it's not just because of her artist. Every, because... every la- don't kill me Latina artist. I know y'all. I was you know, just I love about to y'all. say, you better clean but that. But why y'all, oh, y'all all love Frida? Y'all can't like nobody else? Well, there, I mean, we... There's no other woman, There right? is, there is, there is. What's the, what's the um... I don't, we're gonna butcher her name. We don't like this. Is not the perfect artsy fartsy show. Yeah. We just be artists, but we don't know. If we, if we're not perfect. What's the Asian chick's name? Asian. That's not offensive, though, but the, um, uh, the, I don't know if she's Chinese or not. Oh, so, uh, the one that had um, oh she, God, I pronounced her name wrong. And she is a little mentally off too. You know, oh, the, that, 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 the, the polka, polka dots. The dots, yeah. yeah. I, I love, love her. her work. And when she was young, I would have been into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a thing for it. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, free, I forgot man. her name. I'll be honest with you. Can we, can somebody found Japanese. Can I'm we, about to look it up. Because there's a couple of Japanese artists I really love. Um, she she had um didn't she have a an exhibition out here? Yeah, she did like a year she, ago. Yeah, or something. Yeah. She crazy as fuck, but she's still doing expert ex- exhibition. I know, right? That shouldn't slap anyone. Yeah, I forgot her name though. I'm trying to look it up, but I can't even find it. But I know who you're talking about though. What's her name? I forgot. How do we even find her? What do we Google it? Is it... Hold on. I have a few different names, but... Oh, um... Hokushi? H-O-K-U-S-A-I. Let me see. That's... Maybe you should ask... Yeah, yeah, okay. Siri to say her name. Yeah, Yoi? Yoi? Kusami. Yoi Kusami. Kusama. 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 Yeah, yeah, we fuck with she bought it. She's amazing at her work. I'm a um, Japanese. Another Japanese artist I love is Takashi Murakami. Okay. Six That's nine? A, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy that said I'm Then he did graduation. He yeah. did the bear for graduation. He did the whole graduation cover in the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dope. Yeah. Did he do the um, recent joint? Yeah, he the, um, did Kids He Goes and everything. Okay. I've been seeing I've been paying attention to his art from graduation. Who's your favorite artist? My favorite Andy artist. Warhol, right? No, I blew it up. You said Eddie Warhol on no, the first, no, your first podcast. You go back. I said I do not like Eddie. Go to Why? episode one. He will get. Go back. I never said. All right. So who's your? Who you said? Who you said? You fact check this. Who you said? I said it was Keith Haring. Yeah, you did say Keith Haring. Yeah. My bad. Keith Haring was Keith always like my favorite. I know it was one of them. Wait, who's your favorite? Mine. Yeah. Christy Ayala. <laughs> it's an artist in the Bronx, Christy Ayala. <laughs> From Bedford Park. The Queen of Hearts. Alright, you don't gotta blow up. Oh, sorry. 
So they need to know where I'm from. There's other Christians. Like know. my favorite all the time is Keith Haring, but like living artists, like there's certain living artists that I pay attention to. Like Takashi's one of them. Um, no, my favorite. I have a mashup. Yeah, I have a mashup. Mine is a mashup of um. I have a four-headed monster. P pause. <laughs> Pause. What? I don't even know why you paused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why you paused. That's his mind. No, no, no. Just, trust me. Wait, that's a title of a painting. We laugh in the Bronx, but um, I'm from I'm Harlem. Sure they that's don't a definite that pause. <laughs> um, I have a four-headed monster of my favorites. Okay. Dolly. Okay. Picasso. Heron. Mm -hmm. And Basquiat. I, I can see those all influencing you. That's my yeah, that, and, I, and you can like, see that all If that, I had to make a three, it is, it is Harry, it is Basquiat, and your what your top three? Yeah, if it's it's Harry Basquiat, and the last artist I would put. This one's always like the hardest for me for some reason, but get I your do, top three ready. I do like Dolly because I do surreal work. My okay. work is surrealism, so I like I started to tap into his work lately. And then my next one on my list, if I had to, because I did four, right? Yeah, you did And my starting five, my fifth would be Van Gogh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I have he to think hard. You can't get two more? I mean, Frida. You really on your Rob Ayala shit. No, it's not that. Think. I mean, I don't know. I really don't she know. She said Frida again? I did. No, no way. I'm going oh. by the top. Well, this is getting ridiculous. Frida, Dolly. I don't I don't know. Just two, really. Who? You said Odali? Yeah. Okay. To, to say that, I don't know. Who's the third? Nobody else? Ravayala. No. No, my. Y'all throwing up. But I, you know what's crazy? I, we, I don't really feel like I get influenced by. No, not influenced. Just, just say that I looked up. No, just to say that I look up to them and say that that's. Well, I, I just said. Admired. I just said for me, I, I love. Them. I really just say Frida. Like, I, 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 watch doc, I can watch documentary on those four that mm -hmm. I mentioned over and over again. Um, another artist I really love is um, he's he's a lot. He's like I don't know, forty or fifty. Forty years old, probably. The name's Kahinde Wally. Oh yeah, he yeah. did the um the piece for, for um, Obama. Yeah, and I love his work. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good work. I think he does a lot of stuff from like in Harlem. I remember he was doing stuff where he's using people in Harlem like for paintings and stuff okay. like that. Have them model. Like he'd use like black people just for modeling, and it was like Renaissance-ish type work, just modern art. Like having kids like in the Renaissance pose, but do rags and jeans and. All that stuff to kind of. And like, he does like the backgrounds, right? Like the vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So them, him, and if I had to do a top five, Takashi Murakami is my fifth. I think I heard some ghost artist shit by him. Matter of fact, I'm just saying. I think about Kahinde. I think I heard some. He ghost does the same shit like to uh, if you. Matter of saying is a fact. It's no, but I know I what they talk about. Like, <laughs> like when Takashi Murakami does like the big murals, he'll have apprentices like work on it. Oh yeah, to, like, yeah, do yeah, other, yeah. And Kahinde does the same thing. 
Like and he does his big piece because his yeah. pieces. So. That's how I had Christy help me then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but we we stated that was okay. Yeah. With murals and shit. Yeah, like when you do murals and big pieces that are like ten feet big. I didn't like, know that was a thing. You know when I noticed that when we saw the artists um doing murals in um Miami in Winwood. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's not the guy that does the artwork. Yeah. And then, you know. He says, the fuck I ain't. <laughs> I was like, wait. He's and like, then I got I, my that's tank. when I learned about it. I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's well, that's, that's a different tax bracket. <laughs> that's, that's a different... I mean, I don't know. Strawberry, don't hit the table so hard. Oh, Strawberry. Sorry. That was abrasive. <laughs> Can you tell me when you're recording? Don't do it after the fact. They up here drinking strawberry, thought juice. juice. Don't be judging my life. Kadeem had the mango stuck into his island roots. I <laughs> <laughs> make it sound loud as fuck. So listen, we want to um, remind everybody who's interested, the next Fantasy in Color art party will be in Brooklyn, Absorb Conclave. Bushwick, October 20th. You know the address? October 25th. At 360 Jefferson Street, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we're yes. going to make sure we're it not mistaken. It is 360 Jefferson, Jefferson Street. Yeah. Yeah, come through. Take the L train to Jefferson Street. Take mm-hmm. the L train to Jeff. Exactly. Come Jefferson. have some fun. $10 cover, but the vibe is free. free come party. enjoy some art, some good people, some good music. We'll we'll all be there. Of course. Come say hi to us, you know? But um, before we get up out of here, we're going to um have a little spotlight moment on a musician friend of all of ours, Richard Picasso. And um, this song right here is called For You. So this is... um. We're gonna put an end to this episode. It was of it was course. fun talking with you guys. Yeah. Check out Richard Picasso for you, and tune in for the next episode. Fantasy and Color Podcast. I'm Rob Ayala. I'm Kadeem Phillips. And, and this I'm is Christy Ayala. <laughs> yeah, she might not be here in the next episode. Nah. When I reach out for you, you know that in a moment when I call you, I hear you. I hear you in the background, baby. Are you seeing? Say you're really special, keep my heart warm When you coming in my chilly temple I just want a woman that can ride for me and die for me And show her that I'm everything and more So I strive to be Your smile makes the world so gorgeous Protect me from my enemies, the queen of my fortress Moving through the crazy tribulations of this cold world Walking like an angel in a dress You go, girl Hey, sexy, can I be a satisfaction? Bedroom, Mr. Cheeks, lights, camera, action Yeah, you're so delicious, feeling so terrific When your friends talk about me, baby, give them those specifics There's a lot of women, but I only see you and only you, yo, bartender, I'm a me too, yeah. I know my back now is kind of bad to go, but looking in your eyes just feels so natural. It's natural, baby. Something you can't measure as I'm swimming in your ocean trying to find your very treasures. Here, have my phone, no passcode, it's unlocked. If you see one bitch's name, I know that gun cock. I know that you're dangerous, but I ain't risking my life with a woman kind of cute, but the feeling isn't quite right. Imprints on my soul, you're always a part of me. Hope you feel the same way too, so our hearts can meet. Headed home to you like I have a curfew. Arms 
wrapped around my body as I smell your perfume. Yeah, you made me dinner, feeling like a winner. You got me eating right, that's why my body's getting thinner. Looking at the stars, wishing and hoping I could give my heart to someone that won't leave it so broken. The purest romance, I don't want no substitute. The only reason now I'm saying this, cause I'm in love with you. Love with you, 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 love with you. When I see you, the world stops. It stops. And all that exists for me.